that also abs-a-categorical-lutely happens. Oh, <laughs> not only do I learn new words, I, I teach learn them to everybody. new makeup words. I, so that's a real word. Right. <laughs> that's a real abs a categorical Because there's, there's an F in there. So there's an F-bomb in there that I couldn't throw in okay, there. Okay, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm Mark Holloway, I'm sitting here with Ann Hubert. Today we're gonna to talk about crisis staffing. How timely. It is timely. We're not supposed to do timely things because like in a year from now it doesn't matter, but it does. we can talk about crisis staffing. So we can talk about a lot of different things. So um, that's what our episode is like as we're gonna be about today. Mm -hmm. um, so let's kind of jump right in because it's really timely. Um, Why is it timely, Mark? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's crisis going on right now. We're, not, we're not safe social distancing. There's, there's a lot of crisis staffing happening right now. And it's creating a lot of buzz. I mean, honestly, everybody I know, whether they're in the industry or not, Mark, what's going on with, the, with, with travel nursing? How does this affect travel nursing? And everyone's, yeah. you know, and it's, it's so um, interesting that people come out of the closet to kind of, now all of a sudden now they're like paying attention to hospitals and staffing and nurses and what they're getting paid or what they're not getting paid. Well, What's interesting is, you know, when I got into this, I didn't know what the hell it was. I didn't even know it existed. Travel nursing. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's becoming more in the forefront of people's minds. Now they're thinking, how do they get nurses to come into New York or, you know, Georgia or wherever? And, right. And pretty much the way they do it is travel nursing. So this may make some people upset up out there because there are people that are very you know big union. But I got in this industry because of strikes. Right. Since I got into because of strikes. Did you just say big unis? Big union people. Oh, sorry. He talks so fast. I was <laughs> I like, you, is that a term I don't know about? Oh yeah, the big unis from uh, I don't know. What that Mark is. teaches me new words every day for things. <laughs> yes, that's my. That's one of my many jobs here. Um, <laughs> Usually they're not. <laughs> <laughs> right. I taught you one today, you didn't did. I? That's okay. how I it. Okay, well, there you go. Very worldwide when it comes to that stuff. Fraternity. Anyway, um, I got my start with a company that did a lot of strikes. So still around. They are still around. So, but it was interesting that, that um, you know, I didn't have an opinion one way or the other. And there are people that can't stand scab nurses, that kind of sure. thing. But I got to see the front lines, you know, the nurses that, that did crisis staffing, right. uh, mostly out in New York City. And that's why right. I, I pretty much lived in, in Times Square for the first few years of being in this industry, but I learned by trial by fire. So I dealt with a lot of travelers in close quarters and hotels and, you know, three different major airports and the whole nine yards. So it was, um, it was, it was interesting and it was very uh, chaotic and there was a lot of money around. And um, I got different opinions from different people that it's good or bad, right? So if right. you were a, a nurse working at that system, you could say it was good because, you know, it helped people to actually, you know, settle a strike and, and negotiate. Yeah. Um, there are people that, that just would say absolutely not. So I never had an opinion one way or the other. It just was my job, sure. right? Yeah. So um, it's what I did and I was like, okay, here we go. I love the fact that I got to learn not only travel nursing, but crisis staffing yeah. by fire, to say the sure. least, sure. I mean, big time, fast. So, so what is crisis staffing? Let's talk about it. 
I guess I would consider that as a strike. As a, yeah, potentially yeah. a crisis staffing. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think they happen as much anymore. Uh, who knows? Hurricanes, we get that a lot. Definitely Different natural disasters. Natural disasters. Yeah. Yep. Currently, obviously, with with the with the lockdown and the corona, corona. that's definitely crisis. Um, COVID. Would you consider like? Hospitals are going to different charting systems as crisis. Uh, I'm. I don't know that I'd consider that crisis, but if if you define a crisis assignment by a high rate, pay rate, bill rate, yeah, then you could. Would depend how you define it, but yeah, I mean, you're going in to replace a nurse so that they can go, or a healthcare provider, so they're going in to learn a new computer charting system. I guess I've seen I've seen computer conversions that really aren't that higher pay. No. There's more needs there. So I guess it's right. kind of whatever. So so crisis really means, well, I guess the bottom line is that we're talking oh, about an they, increase in bill rate. That's what I'm saying. So they have to increase the bill rate so that they can get a bunch of people there all at the same time. For whatever whatever yeah. reason. Go right. back to episode whatever, supply and demand, right? Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. See how everything just always comes together here it with Travel Nurse Insiders? Yeah. It's such a simple industry that just works the way it is if you just really break it down, isn't it? Yeah. So it's supply and demand. Clearly, supply and demand. Let's just rename it Supply and Demand Part 2. Yeah, um, but then you throw in situations where it's high risk. That's when it really, really goes up. Which we're going to talk about at length here today. I do think there's a misconception out there by either probably more newer travelers that think that a low staff, you know, they can't get enough local per local per diem nurses that that is a crisis rate you know so they've got to offer a ton of money to get a bunch of people into it well we have you know, seen i mean again i think that goes back to supply and demand we've seen right. times when a higher rate exists because they're not getting their their supply for the demand right. that they have right not what we're talking about really today but yeah, yeah you're right so the question the first thing i want to kind of propose to both of us to discuss is we're talking about an increase in bill rates sometimes substantially we're seeing really really high bill rates currently and a question I saw on our Travel Nurse Insiders Facebook group, which if you guys haven't joined that, definitely do, mm-hmm. was does this you know, always mean an increase in pay rate? Mm-hmm. And I kind of was being coy and I said, you never really know, do you, right? <laughs> right. And I meant that because I, you don't. No. Because, well, you should. If you listen to Travel Nurse Insiders, the podcast, sure. you're going to learn how to figure out who's getting the money, right? Yep. But the, the key variable in that equation is you have to know what that bill rate is. Yeah, well, yeah. We're going to we're going to mean our next episode is going to go into that sort of thing, but the answer is no, it doesn't necessarily mean an increase in pay rate. What it means and we can say clearly is the hospital has provided an increase in a bill rate to their vendors and their direct, you know, uh, yeah. contracted uh, agencies. Mm-hmm. For them to do whatever they choose to do in order to make that fulfillment stronger or higher, right? Happen, yeah. That's all we can really say. It's an increase. Here you go, agency. Here you go, vendor. Do with this what you will. And we're hoping that it means a higher level of fulfillment. Right. The idea is it should be that an agency is taking that and passing that, that extra dollar along to the travel nurse. Right. They're going to get taxed higher on it. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the overwhelming should be that your agency's margins theoretically should, and I'm putting little hand quotes up in the air. Like, you wouldn't know that if Mark brought the cord in for our video. <laughs> 
but I don't. <laughs> they, they should be passing along to the nurse, but not all of them do. I happen to, I, I always say I know for a fact, which sounds like somebody that, that says they know for a fact. I swear, Mom, I know I've lied before. <laughs> I'm telling but the truth now. <laughs> I, I know there are CEOs that I've talked to recently that have said, well, this is also our opportunity for us to make more money. Right. Which I don't really think the hospitals had that intention. I don't know if they did or not. But no. some agencies view this as, hmm, if we work really hard, and maybe we work extra hours or we really put our full attention to this and we get more people there, we, the agency, should benefit right. from that. Which means maybe I pay a higher commission or maybe I put more money in my pocket, Mr. and Mrs. CEO, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's, you, you made it. It, it is, just it's makes a, me feel so dirty. It's ugly. It, it, it is. It really can be. Yeah. Um, but that's, that does happen. Very much so. Or a combination of the two. Oh, yeah. Or what if a vendor doesn't share that higher rate along with all of their subcontractors. When I say vendor, I'm talking about those people that have travelers themselves and they subcontract the job, some bigger companies. So I, you mean they only give the bigger rate to their internal recruiting What I'm department? saying is you've got a big, big company that, yeah, that, that, that acts as their own vendor. Yeah. And they say, okay, we just got, we just got 30 extra dollars in this crazy $110 bill rate. We're gonna increase the rate by $20 right. to all those people out there. We're gonna keep to ourselves. That also abs-categorically happens. Oh, <laughs> not only do I learn new words, I, I teach learn them to everybody. new makeup words. I, so that's a real word. Right. <laughs> that's a real abs abs-categorically. Because there's, there's an F in there. So there's an F-bomb in there that I couldn't throw in okay, there. Okay, Mary Poppins. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's real. Yeah. No, very much. It, all of that can happen. Real. Yeah. Yeah. But here, when we're talking about today and for this timely podcast, mm -hmm. that's a bunch of crap in my opinion. This should absolutely, absolutely be going to the nurse. Oh, yeah. I get angry because I yeah. have heard and been in discussions with CEOs that are like, well, we, can, we could, you know, we've already negotiated this rate with this nurse. We can go ahead and, and put her in at a higher bill rate and basically means we can take that money ourselves and that makes me want to puke in my own mouth. It's yeah. horrible. It's taking advantage of hospitals and, more importantly, travel nurses that are, in this case, literally putting their life on the line and the life of their family in right. order for you to make frickin' more money. That's sick. It is sick. And just speaking as a veteran family person, I, I, I see it as very similar. I mean, they really are going into a war zone. And so what... I, you, you, you absolutely should benefit from that risk you're willing to take to keep everybody healthy and safe and alive. And well, it's disgusting to me. I'm, I, are we going ahead? We're ahead of ourselves. No, no, we keep we're going. We're not? Okay. No, we keep going. We're still talking about who, you know, you know, this, I guess. We are ahead of ourselves. We're a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> That's because this is the part that really hits us. Well, we get animated. We get a little bit, of, we get a bit of, we get, uh, animated on this one because it, it makes yeah, me mad. Yeah, it does. It we, we, both both of us have experienced where it was. Yeah hey, we can all make money, the nurse and us and the agency, which, right. which you know, is, is, that's not what this is supposed to be for right now. And I mean, I tell you, it really bothers me. And I hope it bothers, yeah. and, I, and I will say this, I'm gonna defend other companies out there, which you know I don't do that often, but there's a lot of companies that do not do that. They oh, pass yeah, it yeah. along to the nurse, yeah. Yeah. because you can see it by the bill rates that are thrown out there on Facebook and other things, that they're passing that along. And I, so I don't want it to sound like everybody's doing it, because I don't think they are. No. But there are some there are people out there that do it, and it's, it's how do they sleep at night? This is not about, first of all, if you have, you keep your margins the same, which you could, or you could even drop them, right? Because you're making more per hour, but you have to spend, we'll talk about that in our margins episode. Yeah. 
But if you just keep it the same, you're going to make more money. Yeah. Right? Because right. 25, which is most of these agencies work on, 25% margin of a $100 bill rate yeah. is, it look, that's $25, right? right? 25% of a $50 bill rate. <laughs> So which one's better, right? You're gonna be making <laughs> yeah. more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're gonna make twelve fifty or you're gonna make twenty-five dollars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's there's already more money built in. Right. There's also more risk because you have a higher payroll, so you got your more money out there. Sure. But you're already making more money. Stop having to feel like you need to just absolutely get these people. Yeah. And that's how it happens. So if there's any CEOs that have that douchebaggy kind of mentality in there. Knock it off, man. I mean, this this is not the time. Tool. It's not it's not the time. No, no, no. It never no, really is a time. No, you know, it's I mean, not I, ever. There's, it's never a time to do that. Yeah, I get animated ethically. when I think when I think agencies make more money than they should on nurses because last time I looked, they're not the ones that are in the hospital no. delivering the babies, dealing with the stuff. But clearly, this one. Okay, I think I got that off my chest because I'm seeing it out there and I know it exists. You guys as travelers should recognize it. Compare. Rates, it's pretty simple. If you see the same job in one city, it could it theoretically is a good chance it could be the same hospital. Now, if it's a huge city, maybe not. But if you see, a, a, and you know it's the same facility. Right. If there's a company paying a lot more, go with the company that's paying a lot more because they're obviously working off a thinner margin. We're going to talk about that pie can only be, that's the only variable that can change the, the shape of the pie. Right. There's so much in what you just said, though. I know. And it's, it's a run out of podcast. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that, if you like this company, like both companies, clearly sure. one company is putting more money in their pocket, one company is putting more money in your pocket. It's pretty simple to figure out which way, which way to go on that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, once you've made it to the point where you're seeing it all in writing. Where I guess where I, I struggle, especially right now with what's going on, is I, you know, we all get the same, pretty much for the most part, we all get the same orders. We all get the same yeah. jobs. Yep. And... I can know what a bill rate is and what the fairest pay package is out there. You know, with us, we're 20% all the time, no matter what. And I can get on Facebook and I can see that, you know, our pay package at 20% is great, but then I see the same job from a different recruiter at a different company that is like almost double. Well, I think, well, I mean, first of all, I get they could be an internal. Well, here's why I'm going to answer that. You company. never know, right? No, I don't no. have the answer to that, what no. that is. But I guess the reason I'm mentioning it is because you got to, you can't, sometimes those things are used as bait and switch. Well, but what I was going to say is there's two real answers to that. Either they're really paying that and they're dropping their margins because they're going to go on volume and they, they have the money and the financial ability to say, and good for them if they do. Hey, this time we're going to take a 15% margin or a 10% margin, yeah, and true. and we're going to knock it out of the park because we actually are. Like I said, we're making either 12, 50, we're making now we're making yeah, 25. Right. So there, I mean, that's smart, and I like that. It is smart. Or it's a bait and switch, right. where you go in and you get your stuff in there, and oh well, you're only this was for 48 hours, and you're only working 36, and then you also start seeing the okay, the, so kudos, the fine print. So kudos to the company that is willing to drop their margins low. I think so. Sure, why not? I mean. Yeah. Either you can or you can't, right? If you're yeah. if you can't yeah. do it as a company, it's not. It's I wouldn't beat up a company that no. that can't. Yeah. But I would beat up a company that tries to increase their margins simply because they're they're you know trying to make more money. That right. that I think is crap. So really, who benefits from all this? It, it well, should be. I hope it's the nurse. Well, I think it should be everybody, the right? Travelers. So when I say benefits, I'm saying that everybody should win. Sure. First right. of all, the public should win. Yep. because they have more caregivers. Let's start with that. And that's yep. why they're, most people are doing this. Sure. The public should win. Yep. 
right? Because all of a sudden people are, I mean, they're doing it right now. People are coming out of retirement. Yeah. They're, they're having, you know, there's there's questions about, you know, brand new out of college type people, what yeah. kind of care they have, but they're, you know, they're, they're, they're there to provide whatever they can, right? Yeah. The hospital should benefit, you know, in this area. They're making the money they need to make because they're obviously closed down in other areas of the facilities. Mm -hmm. They're losing money in some cases, so that's fine. The vendor should benefit, the agency should benefit, and most importantly, the travel nurse should also benefit, right? It should yeah. be a win-win scenario all the way around. And sometimes, you know, for, for as much as it can be a win-win scenario right. in this time of need. Right, right. Um, at the end of the day, what I want to also say is there's a lot of, I've, what you've talked to, I know a couple other recruiters here have talked to a bunch of people that are just not interested no. in this crisis stuff. Yeah, and that's a good point. That's a good time to mention this. So especially with something like this, when you have a crisis going on that's like a natural disaster, it's all focused in one area. It, you know, like Hurricane Harvey. I mean, we... We went viral over Hurricane Harvey. I'm literally thousands of phone calls. None of us could even use our phones. We were getting so many calls. But that was very focused, and it was Houston, and then it sort of moved over closer to Louisiana. Very focused um, needs, right. Right? right? So all the rates stayed the same, you know, around the country, but they got higher in those locations. Yeah. Um, what you're seeing now with something like this is. The rates are sort of like people are trying to keep their rates normal, but they're trying to also juggle, you know, what's happening, what's coming, what's going to happen. Yeah, it can't be easy. No, it can't be easy from a hospital right. standpoint. Exactly. Like, at what point did we go high? Correct. Right. And, and the other the other problem is that there's a lot of specialties out there that aren't being utilized that are actually being underutilized. And there's, yeah. I mean, there's travelers right now that are looking for work. Right. And they don't there have this, they don't absolutely is. They don't have this the skill set of what they're looking for, so they're they're you they're know. Out. They're out, and they're going. Wow, you know, I, I, I'm in, I need to find a job. I, well, so I, I, I have a right now. All my PACU travelers and OR travelers are out of luck. Unless they have that ICU cross experience, which a lot of PACU nurses they tend do, to, right? So right? my particular, I have a particular PACU nurse who's going to Detroit, and she's going in as a med surge nurse. Right. Because right. she wanted to help, but she didn't want to have quite the acuity of ICU because she sure. was nervous about the stress of it all. And wanted to just do med surge, so that's what she's doing. So, I, I do think it's you know it's an opportunity in, in some levels too for travelers. But yeah. back to what I was saying. So the bill rates are you know it's kind of it's sort of like a hurry up and go thing for everybody. Travelers, mm -hmm. hospitals, recruiting companies. You know I'm talking to people every day that are like, well I heard on the news it's going to hit big in Louisiana. So and I really want to go to Louisiana. I have you know I I could stay with somebody there. What do you think? And as a recruiter, I can't, you know, I'm watching the same news you guys are watching. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't have right. any kind of inside information. All I no. know is I wake up in the morning and the bill reads this. And well, and that kind of brings us to our next topic, which we were trying to talk about, you know, contract links and that sort yeah. of thing. And you kind of hit it a few seconds ago when you said, get it while the getting's good. And you didn't say, right. that's my phrase, but I don't know, you said sure. something similar. And that's the truth. It's like anything else. It's like people that, there are nurses out there that really do strikes. Yeah. And, you know, if you get one that goes and they want to go make money, great, go make it. You right. know, that's your thing. Same thing here. What I would tell people is if you are one of those folks that want to go out and make a ton of money, I would jump Just on. I, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily wait for the location of choice no. because you, you don't know. Right. And the main thing is that a lot of these people are, are offering 13-week contracts. Yeah. And I've seen that with hurricanes. Yeah. Um, I've seen that get broken real quickly when things are better. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely knocking... 
on wood on this one that things get better. I think everybody right. is. I think even yeah. even people that want to make money are, are banking sure. on that. So let's hope this isn't even 12, 13 weeks, right? right? And it might not be. So B, you know, what, what I would always say with any kind of crisis thing is continually be looking for what's next. Either yeah. make your money so you can be, you know, unemployed for a little while while you come back and start fresh to look. Right. Or if you have a free moment and you're actually not being, you know, completely, you know, annihilated with hours, mm -hmm. then spend that time starting to go ahead and start looking for your next gig because it could, you could be needing it quicker than you think. Well, I mean, that's our that's my plan with this particular PACU nurse is, you know, she wants to stay in the PACU. So yeah. we're taking that approach of let's go go here, make some well, money, and we'll keep, as soon as PACU starts to open up, then we can start submitting. Cause yeah, this may be a little off topic, but, but I would tell anybody out there listening that if you happen to be one of those specialties that's not, you're not seeing a lot of opportunity for, it's a great time to start researching some companies and start to look for your next, you know, your next go yeah. around and start to figure out and listen to Travel Nurse Insider so you can get Always. that education. Always listen to Travel Nurse Always. Insider. Always. Right? Always. Arena. All right. Let's talk about housing conditions on some of these crisis staffing situations. Mm-hmm. They're tough. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that when I, I mean, speaking from experience, when I used to do the strikes, we would be in hotels, nice hotels, because come to work for it, put people up in really nice hotels, but you were sharing a room. Right, with strangers. With an opposite shift person, right? <laughs> right. So there was all, trust me, there was all kinds of drama. Oh, God, I can only I almost called you dude. But you have, dude, you have <laughs> no idea. No, I, no, I, yeah, no idea. And the stuff that you know, you're sort of dealing with, like major stuff, and someone come and say, I can't find my toothbrush because Gwendolyn stole it. I know she stole it. You're like, really? And I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, 20, no, I guess I was 30, and I'm going. Yeah, you have two big sisters and one big I know, brother. I know, I know. It has to feel a little bit like that. So what I'm getting at is that it was stressful. Not for me. For the, I mean, they, they, obviously that person probably wasn't that upset about it, but it's probably the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Right? Who knows what? You know, you go into your room, you're tired, you're irritated from a shift, and you walk in and your toothbrush is gone. And it was probably the housing people. Uh, who knows? But, but, I mean, I... I'd be pissed. No, I get it. You're trying, you want to go to bed, brush your teeth, and go to sleep, right? And you're like, no, I got to walk around and do the finger brush or something like that, it's, oh, which is not good. Or I got to go down the back down the hotel lobby and try to find. What I'm getting at is that get that it. was a tough housing situation. Sure. Clearly, in hurricane situations, really tough housing, mm -hmm, typically, mm -hmm. right? So you got to yeah, do that research. The housing is gone. You got to do that it's research. Yeah. Where am I going to stay? Don't think about just the dollars, or think about do the dollars justify. Living conditions, because I listen. There's a lot of prima donna men and women travelers out there. There are that there's nothing wrong with that, but they're yeah. not gonna you know really think they about. Really shouldn't maybe. Well, I mean, there was a point like with we didn't finish our thought, but really think about if you want it if you want to live in well, tough living conditions. Say. During Hurricane Harvey, I, I was I was vetting people using housing, saying they need so much help. You may end up sleeping in a tent on a cot. Right. And if that's not something that you can handle, you know, don't go. Don't go. And I think it's great that you want to go and you want to help and you're willing to go, but you also need to think about your own comfort level and what you are really willing to do. If it's not do. the if it's not what you're made from, then don't right. do it. Yeah. So the same thing with what's going on right now. There is shortage of housing. So there's a lot going on related to housing, which is really kind of interesting because you're talking about a really virulent virus. And so it's not only finding a place to stay, but it's also, you know, I mean, I've talked to a few hotel managers who are talking about what they're doing is they're separating out their hotels and they're blocking out floors for healthcare providers. 
and then separating them from right. regulars, you know, regulars just traveling. Yeah. And then they're going through protocols. They're teaching their housekeeping teams how to, um, what's the right word, clean a room, sterilize a room every day. Properly. Yeah, and then expectations that they have for healthcare workers when they come back into their yeah. room and they enter the hotel and that kind of stuff. So housing, is a, housing bottom line, is a, is a major in this particular thing to think about. Or washing their scrubs in their you know, shared facilities. So it's, it's it, I mean, it's interesting. To say the least, sure. there's so much people don't think about that I've learned about just going no. through all of this. What it is is, oh, you know, money, 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 money. Let's right. go, and then all of a sudden they get there and they're miserable, and they, right. it's like you know. So really, I guess the the lesson here is really think about: is this for you? Well, I even had somebody ask me yesterday if I fly into my assignment, how can I go to and from? I'll just Uber to and from my from work from the hospital to my hotel, and I said. Now let's really think about that because first of all, how many drivers do you know are going to want to pick you up when you're already exposed? You're working with COVID patients. Right. Who's going to want you in their car and and so on and so forth? Right. And do you really want to expose that driver? Right. You know, so there's a lot of things people aren't thinking about. And they, they clearly need to. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, credentials another another area that for crisis staffing that um, oftentimes you see some rules being bent. You do, yeah. Which is which sounds great, right? Oh, I don't have to. I don't have to do this. Right now, they're actually delaying their licensure. If your license expired, yeah. they're letting that lapse. So all that sounds good, but Jaco still comes to visit every year. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say is there's also a, a heightened expectation on urgency, right? Yeah. So you know, if if you're getting these jobs, you got to get your ducks in real quick and get everything you possibly can that's going to be required faster than probably the normal assignment. Well, yeah, you're taking one of the most stressful parts of traveling. Which is credentialing, Seems in my to be, view, doesn't it? Yeah, for the recruiter and the traveler, and you're making it twice as stressful by just the length of time. Usually, you guys have like ten days to get stuff done. Right. If we're lucky. Right. You booked a nurse yesterday, and, and she's and starting. She has seventy-two hours. Yeah, to get everything. And everything, oh, everything done. Yeah. So that's. Everything done. Something to think about before you go jumping right in mm -hmm. there. Um, we also kind of want to talk about the impact of this on your family, yep. friends, that kind of thing. Um, clearly this this crisis we're dealing with right now mm -hmm. has a huge implication for your family members I think anyone anything does well this one is, is a health issue as opposed to um, you know your family's concerned about your safety whether it be a strike or you're going into a, a natural disaster this one is you know what could you possibly be bringing back home to you when this is over I know they're talking about quarantining people and that sort of thing but we don't know everything about this so you know, you could be in a situation where you know you're you're leaving, and it's been a week or so of whatever, and you still don't know. So you got these are all, these are all considerations, right? And mm -hmm. it's not just I guess what we're saying is about the money. No, yeah, I, and I, I it could be. There's nothing. Well, yeah, <laughs> if it's good for your family, it's good for your family. Right. But I, I do think it should be almost a little bit of a family decision that this is what we're going to do. I mean, I just I envision you know the little the youngsters whose mom or dad is going off to work in a hurricane zone and that's scary they hear on the news oh there's snakes and venomous creatures in the water and oh you know there's this and that and sharknado right you know this stuff. <laughs> oh no not shark, 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 shark not shark, sharknado shark, whatever that little song is i should know my grandkids yeah but you never saw sharknado i did because that could stupid. happen that no that could happen that's like Snakes on a plane. What was that? Yeah, that too. All that stuff happens. It's <laughs> what real. What was that movie called? Snakes on a plane. Was it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> never saw it. But you could be down in a tornado and you have Sharknado going on. That's, that would be bad, right? It would be really bad. So think about your family for Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just trying to, trying to lighten it up you know, a little bit. Tremors. Yes. All that. No, I just, I feel like, you know, you should really think about that sort of impact on, on your family and, and how much, you know, they're going to worry about, you know, regardless of the scenario, whether it's this or it's a Well, this, this one especially you need to think about, you know, how your exposure. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, I saw, I guess I was going to bring this a little later, but I was talking to a good friend in, who's a former travel nurse, former also recruiter. We were talking about a $10,000 a week position. Right. And her first question was, is this, what have you heard of this company? Is it real? So she called me and asked me my opinion on, I had never heard of the company. Um, doesn't mean it's not real, it didn't exist. But we started talking about the logistics and all I said to her was, it's supply and demand. If you're going to pay somebody $10,000 a week, what are you being expected to do as a travel nurse? And how big of a hellhole is that? You're going to be exposed sure. to this virus. Right. Period. Right. If you weren't, why would they get to pay so much money? How bad is this assignment? Now, again, that's not for me to cast any kind of judgment on this. No. If somebody wants to or needs to make $10,000, go for it. But it's supply and demand. No mask, no protective gear, no nothing. That's what I hear when I hear that. (laughs) My guess, what I said, the hospital could be having major protocol issues. Right. There's definitely something going on. I mean, if it was was a good, solid assignment, they wouldn't have to pay $10,000 for a nurse. And we also think, first of all, it was also like 21 days straight and then like eight days off. So they were going to be working on ridiculous hours. So you're going to be burnt out seven days a week. Uh, It was New York. Oh, my God. Um, so you're going to be burned out. Danger stuff, right? Yeah. So there's all that involved. I did hear that they're assuming that everybody working in New York probably has it. Or has very well could be. But that's what it really was. It was, it, it, her, but her, my answer to her was, you know, this is just about supply and demand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not seeing those. I've never, I've saw, we saw some $5,000 ones yesterday. Mm-hmm. Definitely have, we have three and, and higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some crazy 5,000, 6,000, even higher assignments out there. And my, mm-hmm. my, my, my recommendation is the more it pays, the more dangerous it could possibly be. Or the more, more, question. Or, the more or the more the work you're going to do, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily about danger. It could also be about, you know, for God, whatever reason, well, on, listen, man. for whatever reason, this facility is having to throw out a bill rate that allows agencies and vendors to pay that much money. Why? Why? When you're booking nurses for less than that, still really good rates, but less than that. So mm-hmm. let's talk about two different kinds of greed that we're seeing. Yeah, and this could be a little, don't get mad at us. Well, we're just talking. Let's, talk, let's start with company greed. Let's we're seeing that. Yeah. Um, you and I both have friends in the business, a lot of them, right? We have uh-huh. a lot of people that we know. We've been told directly that there's been huddle-ups with big, big wigs of the company saying, hey, Here's how we need to take advantage, and those words are actually being used, of this situation. Here's what yep. we should be recruiting for next, because this is where the virus is going to spread. Yep. And we've actually had travelers, te- or not travelers, recruiters tell us it's really bad where you're looking at this thing, person saying, are you caring about the, the public? Are you caring about the, uh, you know, the, 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 the nurse? Or are you just caring about the bottom line? It's really obvious. It makes you want to take a shower. That yeah, that they're caring I mean, about just, the bottom line. Yeah. So, like we said early on this podcast, there is 
absolutely company greed going out there. There are There's, people that are, that are wringing their fingers and rubbing their hands here saying, okay, we can make, we can take advantage as this, as we were told the other day. Right. We can take advantage of this situation, right? Yeah, I, I just really struggle. I, I told Mark today, we grabbed some food, and I said, I'm struggling with, really for the first time, I've sent people into hurricanes and that kind of stuff, but this one I'm really struggling with. I'm sending people into serious zones of... Danger. Yeah, and, and then I'm in awe of their their eagerness and willingness yeah, to go. Yeah, sure. And I... I yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm struggling. I, I I imagine I feel like a army recruiter might feel, you know? Yeah, maybe. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm I'm having a really hard time with it. Well, my answer it's, to that is just, just have that conversation with your traveler. Tell her that you are or him that oh, you are having that yeah. you are struggling. Yeah. That's a good honest approach saying, I'm struggling. Are you really do you really know what you're doing? Because right. I'm gonna be thinking about you at night. And yeah. and you will and that's the way it goes. God times how many? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the tough one, which is nurse greed. Travel nurse. We've seen it out yeah. there. Yes. Right. I mean, it's something um, you always deal with. You deal with it all the time. You get yeah. you get the nurse. That's ins that's insulting. I'm not doing this. Right, right. Yeah. And I've seen that escalate yeah. right now. And again, I'm not. This is not a judgment call for no. me. There is compelling good reasons why it should escalate. Hundred percent. But there are still people out there, travelers, that are saying, "I'm only going to go for this kind of money," and you know, don't don't insult me. If it's not whatever it is, and we're talking double what a normal assignment would pay, right? <laughs> we are, yeah. Um, and I've seen, I've, I've been doing a lot of reading on Facebook, you know, which is a dangerous place to read from. Go see our social media thing. I know, but it's a good reflection of the mood or the. Well, what, what I saw was there was travelers beating up other travelers for being so greedy, yeah, know, yeah. and there was travelers saying, you know, forget don't you. So yeah, long, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, for the first time, I'm getting Please paid whatever. Please don't take this. Please don't take those rates. Right. So yeah. it, I don't, I don't really know where I want to go on this podcast with that, but it's, it's, it's just interesting to me, the disparagement between different yeah. travelers on, a, 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 what you know, a three thousand. Let's just take a three thousand dollar a week assignment. Right. There are people that are jumping on those and saying that's freaking insulting to me. Right. And it's really wild. If you, I mean, from our standpoint, if you look at that, that says a lot, right? That means yes. it's, it's, and I've always said it's different strokes for different folks, right? Sure. It, it, you don't know what's going to motivate somebody, but it's really interesting to me that one person's wine is another, you know, person's, you know, what's the opposite of that? <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> you know, mouthful of sand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's amazing how. And, you know, we're not talking about New York. We're talking about you know, like a, like someplace out in the middle of, of you know the, yeah. the Midwest, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and and it's like, it's just amazing to me that you do see we beat up companies a lot. We beat up you know hospitals, but I, yeah. there is some beating up to be doing with some travelers out there. It's sure. like you know what, you are in this to help people. Right? I would at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, I, this is what I was. Well, saying. here's what I the point out. I, mean, I don't mean to. That's okay. If you if we break hospitals so much, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, at some point, if everyone was doing that, and, and we're putting our 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 healthcare and what we as you know have decided and sworn to do as 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 caregivers mm -hmm. well, in front of our in front of our you know, behind our what are being paid, why why are we doing this in the first? Well, this place? is where I think most healthcare providers get the most frustrated is that they are out there putting themselves at risk 
when the administrators of a facility are the ones making millions and millions and of millions course. and millions of dollars. It's an upside down pyramid, I've always said that. Right. And so I think that's where the initial anger comes from. So you can I can you can earn millions of dollars, but you couldn't make sure that there were enough masks. You can, you know, did you take a pay cut to make sure that we had masks? I haven't right. seen that yet, have you? Right. Right. I mean, you know, I've seen football players pay for stadium employees' salaries, but I haven't seen a hospital administrator do anything with right. their million-dollar salary. So I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are, there are men and women out there that have. I would hope so, that I just haven't heard about. Yeah. But I think that that's where it initially comes from. And then I would say this: I think that just like with company owners and CEOs and upper management, and just like with nurses, some nurses, we're all you know, there's there's comparable people in each group. Yeah, people are just in it for money sometimes, and it's right. not about anything else other than money, and that's okay. I'm not like you said, not judging anybody. I just find it interesting that it, it is there are those. And there's always that way, even when there's not crisis, right? You throw yeah. a great rate out. That someone's like, oh my gosh, it's the best pay I've seen. And someone's like, that's insulting. I'm making, <laughs> you know, fifty. I make fifty dollars an hour just in my home thing. Well, why even talking about traveling? But um, you know, it, it's just out there, and it it's is. interesting to see. So there is another side of the coin, and, and I think mm -hmm. that anybody listening to this podcast should recognize that, as a, from a recruiting standpoint. You do kind of scratch your head sometimes where you're, you, you know, and, and you're, you get tired of it. It's like, I'm just the messenger. Stop right. shooting the messenger. You know, I believe, you know, my company, I would think most recruiters believe their company are doing the best they can with their margins. Maybe sure. they are, maybe they aren't. Yeah. But here it is, you know, as, as yeah. one of my old, old recruiters that I haven't seen in a long time, you say, buy or don't buy. It's, it's just, here it is. Yeah. You don't need to sit there and say, that's insulting, and, you know, write a paragraph of how, you know, <laughs> how that's just a ridiculous rate. We all have ridiculously low rates. From, uh, it's not us. It's the hospital that's yep. doing it. And yep. if it's supply and demand, they're getting it. Right. All right. Finally, real to wrap this up, I want to talk about tax implications because I was talking to this friend of mine this weekend. We were talking about that $10,000 a week job. And sure. understand that when a thing says, I'm going to, you know, $10,000 a week, that's gross. <laughs> There's a limit to what you can take tax-free. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're in a tax break where you're basically showing you're making a half a million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Half of that's going to government. Yeah. Now, the wonderful thing is you're going to get a lot of that back when you do your taxes at the end of the year. Sure. But if you think you're going to be getting $10,000 in your paycheck a week, no. I certainly hope you're not working for a company that does that because that's, well, you know, maybe it could be 1099. Yeah, yeah. But you're not. You're going to make about half. Right. The rest of it's going to go in, you know, to the government and to mm -hmm. that state that you're working in. Mm -hmm. And then depending upon how your income is for the rest of the year, you're going to get some of that back if you, unless you have a really awesome year, which I hope you do. Right. But you're going to be taxed at a at a half a million dollar a year income mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So please recognize that you're you just and you're and it's going to be if it's now you're not going to get it for a year, right? Plus, right? right. So you won't get that back for a long time. But again, if you have paid those taxes in, it'll it'll apply against your taxes that you make the remainder of 2020, and all is good, right? But mm -hmm. I just want to point out that. When someone's claiming five thousand or even three thousand a week or sure. whatever, you're not. A, you can't take that all tax free. Most of that's going to have to be taxed. The increases in the pay rates cannot be tax free. They're all going to be increases in your taxable wage, exactly. which means you're going to be put into higher and higher tax brackets. Which means you're going to have to give that government more money for a while. Sure. And you'll see whether or not you get that, get that back at the end of the month, depending upon how the rest of your financial year goes. Right. Right. All right, so that's pretty much it for, for this one today. Well, with the exception of I know I speak for both of us when I say that we really are, like I might get a little weepy. Oh, stop it. No, we really are in awe of, oh, yeah. of what you guys do and what you're willing to do. And I mean, you know, we both have experiences with healthcare providers just personally, 
you know, and how you've been there when we needed you, but what you're willing to do now is is just What I like right crazy. now is it's amazing that, you know, everyone's coming out at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. out in the streets of New York to scream yeah. at the Alford. Mm -hmm. it, it took this. I know. To have people really, this, I mean, it go, it's it's not dissimilar to September 11th. No, it's not. When when it took people to really appreciate those men and women that ran into that building. Well, but what better right? lasts? These men and women are running into that hospital building on a, on, a, on a daily basis, and they're they're doing it where you know, I mean, the average Joe wouldn't do that. No, I just hope it lasts. I hope it exposes. It has exposed. You're, you're talking about the, the appreciation lasts. Yes, it, not it has, not the virus. No, <laughs> but it has exposed serious deficiencies within our healthcare program, our healthcare system. Yep. That I'm hoping, you know, that we, as just people who work with nurses, know about. Yeah. Well, let's put nurses we primarily. I'm not trying yeah. to, to discriminate against the other type of travelers that we have no, listening to this podcast. No, no, no. But nurses for sure have gotten the accolades that 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 we've all talked about for a long time right. you know in, in here and in our confines of our four walls right. we talk about how much we appreciate nurses and how you know how, yeah. how i mean it really is it's one of those things that i love doing what i do because i like to work with some of the best people i know right. I, I think the rest of the country is starting to see that and that's yeah. that is and that's, that's what true. i'm hoping lasts yeah. you know and like i tell everybody just remember you're a recruiter and you're trying to make sure a traveler stays employed but at the, at the end of the day you're really helping a patient on a floor who needs a nurse. Clearly. All right, guys. Thank you. We will talk to you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Reddit, all that good stuff.